Welcome to Crack the Customer Code, where your hosts, Jeannie and Adam, unlock the secrets to keeping your customers happy and coming back for more. So, Jeannie, if you could get a $100 gift card just by visiting forethought.ai slash ctcc, what would you do with it? <laughs> oh, boy. I think any of us could use $100, right? Yeah, I tell you what, uh, I, uh, I don't know where I'd spend it though. It's okay. You always it's like, hmm, what do you do? What do you do with like gift money? <laughs> but it's 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 like finding the twenty bucks in the jeans that you haven't worn in a while. Oh, <laughs> the best! It's the best. It's just the best. So we're so happy because this episode is brought to us by Forethought, with customer expectations higher than ever. That clunky chatbot, it isn't cutting it anymore. So. Forethought goes beyond traditional chatbots by infusing human-centered AI. Human-centered AI. There you go. I said it right. Uh, <laughs> hey, I, I, for the record, the AI can say it perfectly. So that's yeah, true. We're, we're, we're going to have to that's step true. it up here. <laughs> I know. Next time we'll have the AI do this. Uh, <laughs> that understands your customers and their sentiment and their intent. And now you can empower customers to self-serve, to automatically route tickets to the right agent, and enable your agents, which is so important. Enable agents to resolve cases faster, all on one AI-powered platform. It's time to think outside, outside the bot. The bot. <laughs> nice. <laughs> <laughs> Learn more about human-centered AI and visit at forethought.ai ctcc for a chance to get that $100 gift card. So here's the thing about customer service, Jeannie. Oh, what's the thing? I can't wait. The thing. Uh, and, you know, <laughs> I, I've been in the game for a bit at this point, and I've trained a lot of people at this point. And I, I, I've got a bit of a news flash for you and maybe some of our audience. Customer service isn't easy. Oh, boy. news! Breaking news here on Crack. Breaking news. Code. Customer service is hard. So... Mm -hmm. Something very interesting has happened recently, or not so recently. You know, by the time you listen to this, it's possible some of this has been corrected. But it was it was a fascinating uh, thing that happened, and I thought it was cool to discuss it because uh, customer service got really hard, and they shut down their phone line. Yeah. So we and so uh, and we're going to talk about that. Then we're going to add a little wrinkle to it. So let's mm -hmm. let's talk a little bit about what happened because it's interesting. So Edinburgh Airport in Scotland was receiving all these complaints and getting so many. lit lit up. And this was uh, back during the summer and they're just getting lit up. And you know, what happened was they just finally said, no mas, <laughs> no yeah. more. We are, we are, we are, we are but with done. With a Scottish accent. We, we, exactly. <laughs> to do, uh, yeah, the famous uh, phrase, no moss from boxing in a Scottish accent will be perfect. I'm not going to do it though. Uh, yeah. But yeah, they finally, you know, they finally said, look, we, we can't handle it. Our, our, our people are getting lit up. They're getting abused. We're going to mm -hmm. move to, you know, other, other communication channels right now. I think, you know, uh, chat and email. And uh, we, we've sort of got to get through our backlog. And when I first saw the head, of course, the headline sort of grabs you, right? Um, mm -hmm. And like, you know, a, a, an airport suspends customer service. I'm like, right. uh, wait, that's not that's not how we do this. Hold on. Yeah. <laughs> um, so first of all, just the idea of that, before we get into the wrinkle, because there is a wrinkle, but the idea of that, what do you think of that, Janie? Well, I mean, this isn't the first time we've seen this as a solution, right? Like we have, I've talked about how I, I've, clients who have admitted this to me they say yeah it got pretty bad so we just said everybody 
go home, <laughs> turn off the lights. Uh, and when when you have, and this is kind of a crisis situation. There, they had things happen that was temporary, hopefully, that really, you know, they couldn't control all the different pieces, all of those things. But I think the the challenge that we're having is because there are all these different channels now. We, we say that the best practice is to meet customers where they are and how they want to be met, like whichever channel they want to use. But it's really hard to scale some of these things. It's really hard to respond in those crisis moments because at the end of the phone line is a person and right. you only have so many people. And so this is where it's like thinking through what are the options that we have around automation and technology and and ways that we can still provide the right information and provide closure for the customer who's trying to solve a problem. But it's really, it's, I can see as a leader, I can see how tempting it is to just be like, you know what, turn them off. <laughs> well, and I, I asked this as a, you know, one of the, I think both business and even possibly sort of moral questions about it is at what point is it the staff's job to deal with this? You are in customer service. I mean, this is what yeah. we do. We teach you how to do. Hopefully they've given them the training. Um, but, you know, dealing with upset customers is your job. That is the job. Mm -hmm. But is there a point, and like I said, we're going to add a little wrinkle here with this, uh, with the Edinburgh airport situation that may change uh, your perspective. Um, but just uh, putting that aside for now, what what is that? Is there a line in which you say this is mm -hmm. too hard right now um, our staff is so unhappy. We're going to lose our staff or I mean, at what point does that line cross between, uh, you know, from it's your job to, mm -hmm. okay, well, this is nobody's job at this point. Well, and I think this goes back to what I talk about a lot, which is being proactive versus reactive. If you are focused on things like, I mean, Adam, you brought up training. It's a great point. Like making sure people are trained, making sure that you have plans in place for this type of these types of short-term crises that you're focused on agent well-being, right? Like that right. you're not just abusing these people again and again and expecting them to show up. So really making sure that you're being proactive about the experience that your employees are having and making sure they are empowered to have the right tools and everything else. But at certain points, like we all have breaking points. And I think understanding that we are dealing with human beings who are individual people who have individual emotional responses <laughs> and baggage <Right. laughs> in some cases. Um, oh my God, Jeannie. respect that too. You're welcome. Oh, Jeannie, thank you. I mean, yeah, we, we, we try to outdo each other with the segues, but uh, Jeannie, that, that's one for the books because I promised <laughs> you a wrinkle. There is a wrinkle in this story. 90% uh, of the complaints the, the Edinburgh airport was receiving were about loss luggage or baggage mm -hmm. as Jeannie might call it and <laughs> <laughs> that's a wrinkle because here's the here's the you know the interesting point they are not in charge of that right the airlines right. and the baggage handlers deal with luggage so now you know we have this sort of theoretical question is there a point at which you do shut down to protect the team well, now we've got where, okay, now your team's getting lit up. They're getting abused. Mm -hmm. There's this sort of crisis moment of, you know, just uh, an influx of bad negative energy and abuse. Mm -hmm. And it's actually not about the job they're supposed to be doing. Right, right. And I think this is where 
we have we have to take a step back too and realize like what is the actual customer journey and what do they think is actually happening because there are elements of this when you have things like airports or big hospitality centers or all of those things where it's actually almost a conglomerate right <laughs> like it's all these different things coming together and but to the passengers to the people going through the airport it's one experience it's one journey so so working together through all of this is so important and again being proactive about that a couple years ago or a couple months ago i can't remember we talked about <laughs> the i think it was the houston airport and how they were addressing this um they were basically saying we we understand that we have to own more about the experience because even though we don't control it we still are you know this is this is the building everybody's in when they're walking through so what can we do and they did things like just let people know how many minutes to wait for TSA very you know simple things that they don't control that but they could at least be proactive about owning the experience a little bit more so i think that's part of this but the other part is really understanding that this is something that we're never going to have control over every single touch point when we're talking about a journey like this. So what do we have control over? And I think starting there and asking those questions can lead to a lot of answers before you get into these crises. Yes, 100%. And I want to give a warning to companies that are listening to this episode um, <laughs> uh, about this. Every industry is different. And every uh, organization and industry has uh, sort of different levels of uh, power <laughs> or even monopoly power, such as mm -hmm. an airport. <laughs> right. Okay, people are going to come to the airport whether they shut down this line or not. Now, what they experience at the airport and you know, other, there are other dynamics at play, but they're gonna come to the airport, they don't have a choice, <laughs> mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. I mean, there are some cities, okay, you can JFK or LaGuardia, but in the end, you're gonna go where the flights are. So here's the thing, uh, proceed with caution if you wanna shut down one of your major customer channels, uh, because you, you know something happened, let's say there was a recall, let's talk about some other situations here, or yeah. you know uh, your container ship with all, with all the holiday gifts that everybody, the hot holiday gift uh, got blown over in a hurricane, right? Mm -hmm. and is it, uh, right? Whatever there may be that causes a surge in um, customer service complaints and particularly sort of uh, you know, um, aggressive customer service complaints, uh, mm -hmm. Be very careful about following the script because you are not an airport. You are not a power company. Right. Right. <laughs> you, uh, they will go somewhere else. Mm hmm. Mm hmm. Yeah, that's true. And I think the other, the other part of that is understanding. Even if you're, you know, a small restaurant, right? Like if you're something very different than this, you still have to think about the bigger ecosystem of what your customers are dealing with. So you might not be in charge of the parking that's part of the journey that your customers have. That's part of the experience. You, you might not um, really be all in on the Chamber of Commerce or something, but if they are passing laws or regulations that affect your business, that's going to affect the customer experience. So I think part of this is just broadening your perspective as a CX leader and thinking about what is the actual experience that somebody's having and what can we control and what can we do and how do we communicate and let's think through what happens if what happens if they decide that you know the the town i live in decides that you know what they're gonna rebuild the 
parking lot during peak summer months? <laughs> what, right. <laughs> what do we tell our customers? Where do you know all of those things? So I think thinking through some of those things that you you know may happen um, can really help you be prepared, no matter who you are and no matter what industry you're in. And also understand. I, I love that uh, perspective because bring it down. You understand something that large companies understand. If you are a s small or medium sized business, which is you can control third parties. You have to spend time up front to get service level agreements and things like that. Yep. I won't say control, but you can have standards and you can have right. options if they don't perform. Uh, don't just assume that the valet company, uh, you're stuck with them. Mm -hmm. uh, if you're right. stuck with them, it's because you negotiated a bad agreement up front. Yeah. <laughs> right. So, well, no, I mean, I, I, but I, I, yeah. I no, you know, right. I, I, I come from the small business world and I see this happen all the time. They're like, well, mm -hmm. I got a year contract. I was like, well, did you have standards yeah. for performance? No. Mm -hmm. Well, okay. So always, as Jeannie just said, it's a great point. Like be thinking everything in the experience you can control and make mm -hmm. sure to open your mind to the ways you might be able to control the things that aren't under your direct control. Yep. And I think bringing this back to the example that we started with, you know what, this didn't just happen at this airport, right? Like this was <laughs> right. a very big issue over the summer months of lost luggage, cancel flights, all these things. And part of that is also saying, hey, we're, we're all part of this bigger thing and being just really honest about it and, and transparent about it. So I think there's, there's a lot of learning here to take from this. So thanks for bringing in this up, Adam. Absolutely. And to all the airlines listening, take care of my <laughs> luggage, would you please? Yes. <laughs> I, don't, I, don't, I don't have time for all that. <laughs> no, carry on only, baby. That's me. Just <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Well, this was, as always, a lot of fun. And we are so appreciative of all of you listening, as well as our sponsor this, this season, Forethought. Don't forget to visit forethought.ai slash ctcc to learn about human-centered AI and how you can get a $100 gift card. And then tell us what you do with the gift card. That's what I want to know. Where I did do. you where did you use the hundo? <laughs> <laughs> the hundo, very nice. <laughs> awesome. So thank you so much for being here for listening to Crack the Customer Code. We are a proud member of C Suite Radio, so be sure to check out csuiteradio.com and csuitetv.com. I'm Jeannie Walters. Come visit me at experienceinvestigators.com. And I'm out to pork and you can connect with me at customersthatstick.com. Until next time, take care of yourself and take care of your customers. This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.